successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. This is your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us on 980 AM, or if you're joining us on iTunes via podcast, we greatly appreciate it. I hope you're having a great week. Hope you're having a great start to, I guess it's fall now, or I guess I consider it fall after Labor Day, but uh, it's probably not actually fall. I'll have to contact one of our friends in the weather world about that. But uh, today's show is going to be awesome. We are going to have on Stacy Prosser, who's the market president and publisher of the Kansas City Business Journal. Um, their website is, you just go to bizjournals.com backslash Kansas city. And they're on Twitter at Casey biz journal. And, uh, we're going to bring Stacy on now. Stacy leads the entire Kansas city business journal team to execute the mission of helping local executives and entrepreneurs grow their businesses, advance their careers and simplify their professional lives. She oversees the coordinated efforts of editorial advertising events, administration, and audience development to promote growth in all those areas. Again, uh, Stacy Prosser is the market president and publisher of the Kansas City Business Journal, and she is joining us now. Stacy, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great, Jason. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're taping again via Zoom today. Uh, this has worked out pretty well so far. Stacy, you, uh, I have your LinkedIn profile up, but uh, take us through your background. I knew. It seems to me, did you grow up in Topeka, Kansas? I did grow up in Topeka, Kansas, yes. And uh, just that we say about Topeka, you go one way or the other on I-70, and I I headed uh, this direction, Um, went to college at Baker University. Um, And that's right right outside of Lawrence, correct? Yeah, Baldwin City, Kansas, yes. Um, and after graduation, this seemed like the next uh, best thing, a big city to move to after growing up in Topeka. And I've been here ever since. So um, I feel like Kansas City is definitely my home. I've lived here longer than I've lived anywhere else. So um, when I first came to Kansas City, I worked in retail, which is, you know, I think a, a job everybody should have at some point in their lives just to learn how to, how to deal with uh, the public. And as as most kids' stories go, I, I met a boy and decided that I needed a, a different job and I wanted to stay in Kansas City. And it was really important for me to find a job that um, helped me engage in the community. I really wanted to be involved. And I answered a classified ad in the Kansas City Star, which I know it sounds quaint at this point, but you know, got a job in sales at the Business Journal and have never looked back. And I really can't imagine um, any other job that would have given me the access um, to be a part, you know, an active part of this community like the Business Journal does. So um, it was, took a chance on, a, on an ad in the paper and it really paid off. But as you and I were talking earlier, I, I you know, at 20 something, you don't imagine that that job is going to be 
your entire career. I thought maybe I'd stay for you know three or four years and and move on, but uh, that's just not how it's happened. That's crazy. I mean, so yeah, you've been there what now? Twenty five years. Twenty four. Yeah. Twenty four. Wow. So take us through that. You said you worked in advertising at the start. Um, what was the progression like to to the role now? I mean. Well, actually, I, I answered a classified ad in the star to the to the job that I have now. So I've worked only at the business journal and advertising. So, um, <laughs> so I've yeah, I started in sales um, and did that for about fifteen years. And um, I, you know, I loved being in sales. I think we're all in sales all the time now, anyway. But um, you know, I just loved interacting with the businesses in Kansas City and learning more about the clients and how they know, how we can help them solve um, their problems. Um, I really enjoyed that. I really didn't see a path for, um, I didn't really have a desire to do anything outside of that, you know, go into management or whatever. But um, Joyce Hayhow, our, our longtime publisher of the Business Journal, um, I'm so grateful to her. I, I was really lucky to have a mentor that I worked with every single day of my career until just a few years ago. And, and she saw something in me that I did not see in myself as far as uh, my potential with, with the company. Um, and she really, you know, worked me as far as, you know, I, I really want you to think about going into management. And and she finally wore me down. Um, and it, it changed, you know, everything when I was open to that possibility. Um, so from being in the, in the sales department, I became the director of sales, uh, managing um, a, our, our really great sales operation. Um, and then luckily, you know, she decided to retire only three years after that. And, and I interviewed for, for her job and was lucky enough to, to take over. So um, I always say I've got kind of the longest runway and in, in job progression, um, but I didn't know that's what I wanted for a very, very long time. So I think, you know, everything happens in the time it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. How did you, so talk to us about the role now. I mean, you've been in it now for uh, around five years as the pre market president and publisher. Um, you have a lot of different hats you wear in that role. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's so many, I mean, you're in charge of so many different things. Um, let's, let's hear about some of those things. Sure, sure. Well, you know, we have a really wonderful team at the Business Journal, and I'm so fortunate to have um, you know, very experienced and, and qualified people to lead their own department. So, you know, Brian Caberline, our editor-in-chief, has been with us for going on 30 years now. Um, and so that's not something I ever really have to worry about. I know that Brian um, does a great job uh, with the direction of our editorial team. You know, my job is really just to uh, make sure that all the trains kind of run on time and that they're headed in the right direction. And, and luckily, the conductors have the editorial department, the event department, um, advertising and audience um, are all wonderful, talented people that I've had the pleasure of working with for, for quite some time. Um, you know, our business has changed dramatically. And even in the five years that I've been publisher, um, things have changed very rapidly. I hate saying any more digital first strategy, but we really doubled down on our digital um, as far as a delivery method for, for the news as well as for advertising. Um, we were doing more events. Well, we were <laughs> doing more events than until March um, than we ever have before. Um, you know, a lot of our clients really want that face-to-face uh, -face interaction with their uh, with their audience. Um, and you know, it, it, I, 
been such a rapid time of change in the five years that I've been a publisher, but it's been exciting. I mean, it's, it's what keeps me at the same company for 24 years. You know, I've been so fortunate to have three different jobs um, there and learning everything along the way. Uh, I don't know that I could be as effective in this position if I, if I hadn't. But I do, you know, as I said, rely on a really wonderful team to, um, to manage that change and to really take it in stride and maximize the opportunities that we have around that. So um, the event business and the digital business are the fastest growing parts. Um, and it'll be interesting to see when we can start having live events again, you know, how we can kind of pick that back up and run with it. Stacey Prosser is uh, our guest today on the Grill Nation show. She is the market president and publisher of the Kansas City Business Journal. They are online. You just bizjournals.com backslash Kansas City. She's going to be on this for the show today. We're going to talk about kind of the, the everything they all do. They all they do at the Kansas City Business Journal. We're going to talk about kind of some of the things that have transpired over the last few months. I'm Jason Grill. You're listening to The Grill Nation Show on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast or on our website, grillnationshow.com. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill or at Grill Nation Show. Also available on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search for my name, Jason Grill. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, Stacey Prosser is joining us, market president and publisher of the Kansas City Business Journal on Twitter at KCBIZ Journal. Um, just search for them there, and they're obviously online. And in your mailbox, if you have email, uh, <laughs> a lot of times a day, which is great. Uh, again, bizjournals.com backslash Kansas City. There might be another website. Is that the website, Stacey? Do I have that right? You've got that right. Okay. So, Stacey, we talked a little bit about your background in the first segment. Um, let's talk about kind of the, the makeup of the the new, the Kansas City Business Journal. So, sure. you know, you guys put out a great online digital spread. Um, you also have a print version. You also do events. I mean, let's just kind of start with the basics here. When does your newspaper come out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all day, every day. So, um, <laughs> you know, when I first started at the Business Journal 24 years ago, um, you know, we were a weekly print only publication. Um, and so, you know, I, I say in the context of selling advertising, it was kind of, you know, what size ad do you want? How many times do you want it to run? And do you want it in black and white or color? And that was the extent of our offerings. Um, and, you know, we would put the paper out on a um, Thursday and kind of, you know, hope like hell we didn't get scooped by anybody else. And really, at the time, it was it, the star was, was um, the one that we worried about the most. Um, but, you know, that's changed so much um, over the years. Now we you know, put our print publication out uh, once a week still, um, but we can update any story anytime, um, you know, all day long uh, because we have the, the digital product as well. So it really gives us the opportunity to go deeper into stories. And, you know, we may not break the news at this point. We may get scooped by somebody, but we can update it and do it better and go more in depth 
than um, than we were ever able to before. Um, but you know that that weekly print product is still kind of the baseline of, of our organization. Um, that's where we um, have subscribers. That's where we have our paid audience, and and that's where we have our um, engagement. But with that being said, we have you know about 25% of our audience is digital only at this point. So. Again, it's just the, the shape of things to come, I think. Um, but what we've learned is that when we add something, people don't choose either or. They, they want more from us. So we've not lost subscribers at the um, expense of digital. Um, people, there are a lot guys, of people that... Guys, the Business Journal, I mean, let's kind of break down what you cover, essentially. I mean, yeah. because when I was... Um, you know, before I kind of started my own company and worked here in different businesses, like, you know, I, I wasn't a reader, right? And now it's like, I, I cannot not read it. It is literally touches so many different facets of clients, of the Kansas City marketplace, of trends, of, I mean, breaking news, like you said, on a lot of the business dealings. I mean, what, describe, describe that for us. Like, what are your, sure. what are your typical topics, things that you're covering? Yeah, I mean, so you know, an anecdote from our founders of the company, uh, you know, they used to say that if the uh, president is visiting your city and, and is shot, we don't want to read about the president being shot. We want to read about the local undertaker that is, you know, making the arrangements. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it really is about local news all the time. That's all we do. That's all we've ever done. Um, and I think that, you know, sticking to that knitting has um, been what's kept us successful, not only in Kansas City, but a across our chain. Um, you know, we cover everything from, you know, banking, uh, commercial real estate is kind of the heartbeat of, of the, um, the publication because it touches everything that happens. You know, any, any commercial real estate deal also has a banking transaction behind it. It has um, all implications that spread across the, the landscape. Um, technology, entrepreneurism, um, small business, and, you know, that's what makes up Kansas City and that's where we focus all of our all of our energy. Mm -hmm. You guys cover a lot, and you mentioned the uh, the digital side. I, actually, at twenty five percent, I thought it'd be a little higher than that uh, because that's where I get it. Um, I well, uh, and I will just clarify that, Jason, that it's um, twenty five percent of the people who have a subscription or are you know premium access to sure. to us. Um, so that means that that they uh, they don't let us send us a, send them a paper every week. They choose only okay. to access okay. it digitally yeah. online. So, yeah, and you're publishing all day long, like you said, or uh, writing all day long. And then, you know, I get an alert in the morning, and it's got your name on it, which is great. Um, <laughs> and the, uh, I think midday and then an evening and then breaking news. So essentially, you can get four or five alerts or emails a day about what the heck's going on in Kansas City business community. Yeah, which has, I mean, again, been transformative for our business because it used to be we only interacted with our audience once a week. So, um, you know, we do have a lot of people that access our site that are not necessarily subscribers, but, um, you know, I think that everybody is trying to play with that paywall, um, you know, method of delivery and, and how we make money on subscriptions. And I will tell you that our engagement numbers are higher now than they've ever been. And I think that that's just, you know, a reaction to what's happening um, in, in our community right now that people need that information probably more than they ever have. And uh, again, I think that's why we're essential to, um, to this business community and, and 
continuing to do our job of making sure that people are informed um, of what's happening in the, in the in the business community. So, you know, it's interesting when I first took over as, as publisher, that email that goes out with my name on it was, uh, I mean, that that was like supersonic um, entry into the business community. I mean, people knew who I would go places and they'd say, I get an email from you every day and I'd say hopefully more than one. Um, you know, that means they're signed up for all of them, but it, it was just made a huge difference in how I was um, introduced to the, to the marketplace. But, you know, again, that gives us the opportunity to tell people what's happening, update them on what's happening, break news without having to wait a week to do it. Um, it really has been a, a game changer for us. Stacey Prosser is with us from the Kansas City Business Journal. Stacey, you also, and, and, you know, you cover the news, of course. You also do a lot of different events um, and yeah. awards. Take us through some of the key kind of awards potentially that you give out, and those kind of are also events under our normal circumstances as well. I know there, some of them are moving to Zoom now, but uh, that's kind of been a big uh, piece of your formula for success. It sure has, and um, I would say that it really kind of has exploded over the last five years as far as um, – the events that we do, how many we do. Um, you know, we have signature events that a lot of people are probably familiar with, like Best Places to Work, um, CFO of the Year, Women Who Mean Business. Um, and, you know, the reason that we do the events is um, not just to hand out awards, obviously, but really to shine a light on uh, businesses and individuals in our community who uh, we feel like our readers need to know. Um, you know, when we started Women Who Mean Business 21 years ago, um, it was really an opportunity to um, highlight female leaders in the community. And um, the fact that we keep uncovering new people um, every year for 21 years um, has been remarkable. Um, and there are so many uh, really fantastic female leaders. And, and you know, some people will say, well, aren't we a little bit past that by now? And I, I say, we still don't know who they are, then the answer is no. Um, you know, same with our next gen leaders, uh, which I know, Jason, you're an alumni of that, uh, that program. Man, what a great group that is too. Um, it's a fantastic it's, group. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that again, gives us an opportunity to introduce people, um, who are up and coming, um, in their organizations, um, to the business community so that they can, um, keep their eye on folks. I mean, we've done this, this is our seventh year, I believe. And, you know, if we look back at our very first class, I guess, of, of, um, honorees, they've all gone on to do uh, really great things. And, and I think that um, we have the right formula for that. I think that we're looking at the right people. I think that it's competitive. I mean, um, you know, we have hundreds of people that apply for these awards, these individual awards um, throughout the year. But, you know, if you, if you talk to executives in the community, the one that um, I think is most important to CEOs and, and um, other leaders is the best places to work, uh, because that is an employee engagement study. Um, it's not just us saying, you know, that's super cool that they have a dodgeball court and a, you know, kegerator. It's people saying, I feel great about where I work and I feel engaged and um, people listen to me. My ideas are important. And uh, that's why we have so many businesses around town that rush out to get their uh, signs printed and their decals on the on the front door uh, right after they win. It's, it's a very meaningful award. So, um, again, I feel like sharing those um, types of stories about companies and individuals um, is the is the reason why we do those. The awards that, that people receive are a nice byproduct from that. But it has become a big, big, big part of our business, um, again, not only in Kansas City, but across our company. 
Yeah, it's no doubt that, that your vision and the strategy and, and what you all are doing is really, it, it's obviously to inform, but it's also about community engagement. Absolutely. absolutely. And one of the things that um, I'm most proud of that we do is our Mentoring Monday event with, uh, you know, it's targeted to women, but um, that is a, you know, four or 500 person event that has so much energy and we get to meet so many people that and connect them. Um, I'm really, really proud uh, that we have the largest Mentoring Monday event in the entire country um, across 40 of our markets. And um, that really is just a, a testament to how engaged our audiences with us and, and looking for opportunities to um, help bring along the next generation. That's awesome. Stacey Prosser is our guest, Kansas City Business Journal, online at bizjournals.com backslash Kansas City, uh, in your email, on the hard paper. I mean, they've got everything going on, events, just a really good organization and just great stuff happening uh, at the Kansas City Business Journal. I am going to be right back with Stacy after the break. We're going to talk about kind of the network, uh, all the different papers that are across the country, and then also kind of talk about kind of some of the things that have come out of uh, COVID that she's seen via businesses and what they're doing and how they're adapting and what trends that we see moving forward here on the Grill Nation show. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining me today on 980 AM or on iTunes via podcast. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. This is Jason Grill, your host. Thanks for joining me today. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill or on social media. Search for my name, Jason Grill, also at grillnationshow.com. We are joined today again by Stacey Prosser, who is the market president and publisher of the Kansas City Business Journal. Their website is bizjournals.com backslash Kansas City. She is in charge of uh, a lot of different things, including the vision and strategy and communicating that as the publisher of the business journal. She's on LinkedIn. She's on all different types of social media as well. But search for the KC Business Journal on Twitter. They're a great follow. Say, so we were talking about your um, kind of what's going on at the Kansas City Business Journal. For those that don't understand, take us through real quickly the, uh, the makeup. Uh, I know you deal a lot with kind of the the overarching uh, business journals around the around the country. There's one large kind of mothership, correct? Yeah, <laughs> yes. The the mothership okay. is in Charlotte. Okay. Um, but just a brief kind of history of the world. Uh, you know, American City Business Journals, which is our parent company, was founded in Kansas City. So um, it started in Kansas City in 1982 by two um, entrepreneurs, Doc Worley and Mike Russell, who had seen the idea in another city. So there were other business journals that existed, um, but they really took it to another level and um, expanded to the point when they sold, I believe that they had 20 some papers, I guess, across the country. And we were acquired by uh, the Shaw family out of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. So Ray Shaw, who was our former chairman, um, spent his career uh, with Dow Jones and uh, was at the Wall Street Journal and wanted something to do um, in his retirement. Uh, he retired very young. Um, but we are now up to 40. We just uh, added one in Cleveland. So we're up to 44 um, 
publications, we're so much more than a publication, I, I struggle to find the word to describe it now, um, media outlets uh, around the country. So we're in every major city, with the exception of uh, Detroit at this point. Um, we have about four, or we do have four virtual only publications in major cities, um, but the rest of them are legacy um, outfits that, that do you know the same things that we do here in Kansas City, print, digital, and events. So you know, we really operate as a, a local business unit. Um, we do get to, you know, have a lot of um, decision-making power to react to what's going on in our communities and, and respond in kind. Um, but it's nice to have the resources of a larger organization so that we don't have to constantly be recreating the wheel. And, and there, what we learned uh, recently through, especially the PPP coverage, is that you know, there are some things that we can't necessarily do at a local level. There are some things that they can push out in Charlotte that are still of interest to our local markets um, to get that information out. So um, I think we'll see more of that collaboration in the future, uh, which is, is kind of nice to have that extra bandwidth um, outside of our very small newsroom that we have. Uh, they're just very prolific. So it, it feels like we have a lot more people than, than we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you guys do operate with some a smaller newsroom in town. We, we are lean and mean. So many stories, it's unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they are a dedicated, hardworking uh, team that um, I've just been so impressed with, especially during the, the challenges that, that we've had over the last several months. I, I think that we're doing some of our best work. Let's talk about that. So um, challenges. So March 17th or whatever it was, March 13th, I was in D.C. when it happened. I, I came home. Uh, I was in the Capitol for a client, uh, J. Grow Media and Consulting client, and they uh, we did the whole Capitol thing, and the next day it shut down, and then I flew home. Um, but, man, the world's changed. Now, your world has changed just because of the stories you cover. I mean, you just mentioned PPE. Obviously, offices have changed with people going to work. With You mentioned commercial real estate. I mean, all these things are changing right now. And I, I'm curious to know, like, what has this been like for you and, and covering the business community a lot different than it was in, in February or March? Yeah, that's for sure. Um, you know, one of the things that, that we realized very early, I mean, we just had to be reactive very early on to covering the stories that uh, as they were happening as it relates to COVID and the shutdowns of people's businesses. Um, you know, we were getting lots of information from uh, the community about how people um, are, were you know, trying to change course with their businesses to um, stay in business, remain profitable, keep their people employed. And we wrote a lot about COVID. We wrote a lot about um, the payroll protection program. We wrote a lot about what we thought was going to happen around people returning to offices and when. And, you know, like all things, we figured out pretty quickly that we didn't know when that was, you know, we no one knew when the end of this is going to happen. We still don't know when the end of it will be. But, um, you know, after the dust settled a little bit, especially on this first two rounds of the PPP funding, um, you know, we found that there are stories that are, are just typical business journal stories. I mean, I, if you take a look at, you know, our headlines this morning, it's very much about developers breaking ground, it's projects moving forward, it's companies being acquired or acquiring. And I think that, you know, we got back to normal as far as what we cover fairly quickly. Um, one thing that we did that I'm really proud of our team um, was the small business big mission uh, project that we did, where we did uh, focus on 
for local businesses and how they, and I really am tired of this word, but how they were pivoting um, to to change their businesses in, in the face of, of COVID. Um, you know, one of them was pro athlete and, and kind of, you know, all the really creative things that they did to keep their people employed. One of them was um, Andy Rieger over at Jay Rieger. And, you know, what they did has been well documented with the uh, you know, hand sanitizer business. But, um, you know, I think that those are really great examples and, and we could come up with a hundred others um, to talk about of people that just really were creative and how they were going to approach um, the new, you know, situation that we were in. And I think that's what's so remarkable about Kansas City is that, you know, with all those stories, there were still people who were um, doing deals, making loans, um, hiring people, expanding their businesses. And, and there's a number of people who will come out of this um, in really good shape. Um, and, you know, that's that's encouraging. Right. But um, the spirit of Kansas City of um, people digging in and helping, you know, the, the community funds that were um, put together, those things just really speak to who we are and, um, you know, who we want to be covering at the Business Journal. So there's just been no shortage of uh, content for sure during this time. One of the things you guys have done, I think, over the last, I mean, when I started this radio show about 2012, it's crazy, with a grant. With wow. Coffee, it was about entrepreneurship. And you guys have now started covering not just this uh, I mean, I remember back in the day, it was like the the H&R Blocks, the Sprints, the Garmin's, the big companies. You still cover them, obviously, all the time. You also cover, you mentioned the small businesses um, or growing companies, young companies yep. that are under five years that are growing or hiring or exploding with financial venture capital or whatnot in, in, in tech town. And that's kind of a cool thing that you all started doing, I think, you know, in the last 10 years, more so. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, our, our, our company was founded on um, small business coverage. I mean, and, and yes, we do have a responsibility to cover people like, you know, the, the big employers in town, the Sprints, the T-Mobile, uh, as it yeah, is, right. um, uh, you know, H&R Block, the, the companies that are, um, were entrepreneurial companies at one point themselves, right? I mean, at, at one point, Garmin was a startup, right? So, um, and, and we do focus more on kind of, not necessarily the people that are, um, you know, maybe still operating out of their their basement as I am today, um, but you know, um, companies that are kind of next stage, where our readers and people that are um, engaged with us, the banks, the lawyers, the um, insurance companies, you know, any professional services that might be able to help them as they grow. So we kind of have a, um, you know, a threshold as far as how how small of a startup we, we will cover, um, but they have to be making an economic impact. And, and you know, you think about a company like, um, you know, Matt Condon's company uh, before he had Bardavon, but the name is escaping me at this point. But, you I, know, I we, know what you're saying. I, yeah. I <laughs> it's been a while. Or ARC or AAM. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But he's just done, you know, we are, we have covered him from from a very early time and, and you see what he's changed and grown into and, and you know, he's a, a serial entrepreneur and there are many, many stories like that, um, that that we could point to. But, you know, when we compare Kansas City to somebody like my colleagues in, let's say, Minneapolis, I mean, they have a ton of Fortune 500 companies in their backyard that they can cover. We don't, and that's okay, but Kansas City is made up of, you know, small and medium-sized businesses, and, and that's who we who we need to cover. Um, before we were started, um, 
you know, the Kansas City Star would run quarterly earnings calls information. I mean, their business page was really non-existent. And, you know, because they had competition in the market, they started doing a Tuesday business section. They started really um, digging deeper and they were formidable um, competition for us for many, many, many years as it uh, related to business news. But I think people want to read more about the companies that they can um, in many ways relate to either a company that they're employed by or a company that they want to start. And uh, that's where we focus most of our time. Well, I appreciate that. And I think that, um, that you guys do a great job with that. And I think it's great to hear you say that uh, even during our, our current world that we live in, that there are still people starting businesses. There are still people who are, who are uh, breaking ground. There is uh, an appetite still for new commercial real estate or new real estate or new development, uh, new economic growth, uh, all things that are going to be important as we try to continue to move the ball forward in the city on a, in an equitable way. So that is a positive. Uh, and obviously, the, the Business Journal covers all of these stories every day. And uh, it's very, very cool. Very cool to read some of these big success stories. You know, it's good to see some positive news once in a while. Uh, <laughs> Stacey Prosser is our guest on the Grill Nation show today. We will be right back with our final segment of the show. It's going to be a great final segment. Thanks for listening to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM. Be right back. show i am your host jason grill i appreciate you listening again on 980 a.m or on itunes via podcast great show today with stacy prosser who's the market president and publisher of the kansas city business journal their website is bizjournals.com backslash kansas city all over social media highly recommend subscribing or, or getting their their uh, online edition whatever you can do and getting engaged because it, if you own a business or you care about kansas city's future they are uh, covering the news uh, nonstop as far as where we're going as a city uh, in the business community as a whole. Stacey, um, you've been in this business for 24 years. I know you came out of the sales world and the advertising world, but what, what, what have you learned about people? Maybe somebody wants to get involved with covering business news or involved with a business journal or involved with any type of media organization. What would be your best advice or best life lessons you've learned throughout a uh, very extensive career in this world? Oh, gosh, that's, that's a lot to unpack. Um, and and <laughs> with you being a PR professional, I feel like I, I'm um, unqualified here to give that kind of advice. But, uh, you know, I think that journalism is a very, very proud and necessary profession. And I am so grateful to work with a newsroom full of the um, reporters with the highest integrity. Um, I think that working with them you know, I am not a journalist, so it's a little intimidating sometimes, but what I've learned is I know what I like to read, and um, that that's really helpful at times uh, when, when we're talking about story ideas or, or whatever. Um, but, you know, as far as interacting with the Business Journal, um, I would suggest that uh, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So if, if people who are listening, um, you know, are seeking coverage um, or you know, have an idea, have trends they want to share with us. Our reporters um, 
know, they would cringe if I, if they heard me say this, um, they're like salespeople, you know, they need prospects and they need leads and uh, they, they don't know what they don't know, right. Until somebody calls and tells, gives them a tip or an idea. Um, but they are some of the most receptive people that I've ever, um, that I've ever worked with. They are always looking for news and information. As you mentioned earlier, you know, we, we put out a ton of content and so they have to feed the beast. So we, I would encourage people to, again, reach out with any tips, news, information that they think is might be of interest and, and they will be um, very receptive to that. What have I learned over the, all this time? Well, that's, that's a lot. Um, I've learned that the Kansas City business community is extremely supportive um, and welcoming. Um, I, I, when I became the publisher, which um, almost been six years ago, I can't tell you how many people reached out to me and just said, what can we do to help you? Um, how can we help you be successful? What can we do to support you? And I'm sure that happens in other cities, but I was really blown away by how um, how many people did take the time to include me in, you know, in, at the big table um, when I was so, so new to that. Um, and I, I don't think that that's any different for anybody who, who is new to our community or new to their position. Um, I am really excited about our future in Kansas City. I mean, I think that this has been a really trying time, but I feel like there's so many positive things happening um, that have come out of either COVID where people are, are being innovative or, um, you know, in response to the um, racial injustice that, that has been happening here, that I think that people are looking at ways to, to be more inclusive and to make sure that there's access in the business community to um, everyone. Um, I think, you know, with projects like the, the airport online and, and um, you know, going full steam ahead, that that's going to be transformative for our community. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm really excited about what lies ahead for us. And, and you know, when I took the job, um, I felt like the sky was the limit for Kansas City. And I wouldn't have taken it if I felt like we were going to be a city that was struggling um, because that that's no fun, right? But mm -hmm. th there's just so much opportunity here for um, businesses and individuals that um, I feel, again, really optimistic that we're going to come out of this a much better city than, than we were previously. Mm -hmm. Bizjournals.com backslash Kansas City. You guys not only have news on there, you have awards on there, you have events on there, you have panel events, you have uh, lists, which you didn't even talk about, uh, <laughs> research lists of, of all the different things going on. Tell us about that real quick. You compile a really good data about Kansas City's companies in different Yeah, sectors. Yeah, the book of lists is one of our uh, flagship products. And, um, you know, we are very proud of that information. Um, we are grateful to the community that they uh, participate in these surveys that give us information that, you know, you can't necessarily Google that. Um, they, they're is valuable information in each one of those lists and it is something that we continue to tweak um, over time to make it more useful for people but yeah that was something that um, we've done since the first very first issue and, and I know that um, there are other lists that that are produced in the community but I, I would put ours up against any of them for their um, their content and um, the, our ability to drill down on those for um, you know expanded list information mm -hmm. Again, you also, you know, you talk about commercial real estate, technology, you have people on the move section, healthcare, 
uh, banking and financial services, food and lifestyle is always fun to read about. Uh, and obviously you do different fact, you know, manufacturing and different, um, spotlights on businesses. You have a job, job site. I mean, you guys do it all career and workplace, um, professional services, average. I mean, it's just, the list goes on and on and on with that. I want to ask you a question. If you could pick one word or phrase to describe the Kansas city business journal, Stacey Prosser, publisher and market leader, what would that be and why? Uh, well, I would say essential. Um, you know, we are we are essential to this community, and I don't think that I'm, um, you know, have an overinflated sense of what we do. I, I really feel like that, you know, we are uh, providing news and information that is difficult to find anywhere else. Um, so for our readers, we provide that service. For our advertisers, we help them reach an audience that's very, very elusive. Um, you know, our, our audience is made up of top decision makers and influencers in Kansas City. Um, and I think that, you know, we continue to deliver on the mission that, that we were started with. And that is that we are local news all the time. And we are trying to give information that is um, accessible to everyone, not just people who are in the in the know or in the right rooms at the right time, but the entire business community. Um, and we are, um, again, I think essential to this community just to provide that information because I don't see that anybody else is necessarily doing that. And that's okay. That's all we do. Um, and there are other people that, that do a lot of different things, uh, but business is our sole focus. Stacy, when you're not engaging with uh, community and business leaders uh, or um, working on growing the business journal, what, what type of things do you like to do for fun? What are your hobbies? Where are some of your favorite places to go? Do you have a, you know, season tickets? Do you go to sporting <laughs> events? What do you do? Well, I have three kids, so they're, they're my main hobby. Um, <laughs> and and the, the, the best part of, uh, of my time that's not spent at work. But um, my husband and I enjoy uh, traveling. Well, used to, anyway. We look forward to doing that um, at someday soon. But we love going to Colorado. We've been twice this summer. We love to hike. And so in town, as a... Um, Substitute for that, we love to spend a lot of time at Shawnee Mission Park. I think it's one of the um, crown jewels in the Kansas City area, and so we spend a lot of time on the trails there. We are big soccer fans um, because our boys, uh, two, um, I have two boys and a girl, our boys both played soccer, so I learned to love soccer even though I, I didn't know anything really much about it. Um, and we're big KU supporters as well, so lots of sports in this house. I love it. Stacey Prosser, market president and publisher of the Kansas City Business Journal, businessjournal.com backslash Kansas City. Thanks for joining us today on the Grill Nation show and telling us all about the Business Journal. And we learned a lot about you as well. I appreciate your time today. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much. And thanks for listening to the Grill Nation show. Hope you enjoyed the show. And we hope you have a great week. We'll see you again next week. Take care. Red, white,